Well, boys, what are you going to sing? The squeezer was not any use. A lemon without any juice. Hi, I'm Jacob. And I'm Annie. And you're listening to Boo to a Goose, a podcast about idioms, expressions, and slang. From across the pond. You notice I changed up the way I said it so that people wouldn't think it was a recording. Oh, I see. Yeah. Just to keep people on their toes. Yeah, I want people to know that we record that intro live every time. Yeah. yeah. It's ingrained within us now. Right. We have our intonations, but I just want to know that we're still human here. <laughs> this one I'm really excited about. I'm a big fan of Rick and Morty, so I think this will be great. What? We're doing Get Schwifty? No. And now we're doing the one with the song where they sing about getting Schwifty and that's how they save the world? I literally have no idea what you're talking about. I have to do a Rick and Morty reference at least once in every ten episode span to keep the youths listening. Is that what the youths are into? The youths are very into Rick and Morty. Oh, okay. So what are we talking about? I'm glad you're down with them. Well, this week we have one that was actually recommended to us by one of our listeners. Oh, yes, Dawn. Yeah. Dawn Dawn Kepler. Dawn actually um, messaged us and asked me about this thing. Um, And I said, I'm not going to tell you what it means. I'm going to do a podcast on it. Yep. (laughs) So I hope you're listening. (laughs) Um, So this one is Getting Shirty. Yes. Or Being Shirty. Okay. They were being shirty with me. Is that you using it in a sentence? Yes. Okay. They were getting shirty. Mm-hmm. Is that like getting pantsed? <laughs> no, it is not. Okay. What's getting pants? When you pull someone's pants down as a prank? It's not a very well thought out prank. Okay, so I just have to clarify. Do you mean, you mean trousers? Because yes. Because in yeah. England, <laughs> pants are underpants. So if you pull someone's pants down. Without pulling down their trousers, that's incredible. <laughs> That requires a level of uh, knowing someone that I don't think anyone is. So you just mean pulling somebody's trousers down and then laughing at them because they're in their underwear? Yeah. Okay. Not pulling someone's underwear down? No. I mean, maybe that would happen accidentally depending on how tight your grip is. Ooh. Or if they're, you know, they might not be wearing underwear and then that's not your fault. I guess it is your fault because (laughs) just don't pull somebody's pants down. Yeah, don't do that. You know that getting pants and getting de-pantsed means the same thing? You think getting getting de-pants would mean having your pants removed and getting pants means someone forcibly putting pants onto you. Like what you do with a toddler. Yeah. I feel like, I, I, I've worked with young children, I feel like I have pantsed them a few times. But that's <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I mean the other way. And then I put pants on them. No, no, we have to move on. We have to get out of here. We're already in too deep. Okay. <laughs> okay, Let's so getting, back to the getting shirt. shirty. Shirty. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. Putting a shirt on someone. <laughs> That's not what it means. Okay. Um, do you want to guess what it does mean? Getting shirty, uh, getting uh, friendly, getting like like um, getting fresh. No. No. Okay. Then I have no idea. Okay. It I'm means excited. getting annoyed. Oh. So not at all like flirty. It's like you're you're getting you're getting Ill, you're ill tempered. You're annoyed. Okay. So when I like. Uh, describe something when you so, excuse me when you like describe something and I go oh like in Pokemon you get a little shirty with me. I don't ever get shirty with you. But would that be a time when it could possibly happen? There are other times when I get shirtier with you. Okay, fine. <laughs> um, it yeah apparently it comes from um, 1846, so we're looking at the mid 1800s um, for this phrase, and it's an adjective, so it's like a descriptive term, and sure. it just it just literally means that. Um, they're behaving in a bad-tempered and rude way because they're annoyed about something. 
Oh, okay. So it's not just being annoyed. It's your being annoyed affecting the rest of your demeanor. Yeah, it's like, if you're acting shirty, it's more like, it's not just like an internal feeling, it's something that you're showing. You know, if you're being shirty, you're like, showing your frustration. You're like, okay. showing that you're, you're fed up or annoyed, you know? Right, so like, um... You're being cross. If somebody's, if somebody's poking you in the arm over and over, a very annoying thing to do. Let's say somebody's prodding you in the arm, and you internally feel annoyed. But you saying, you're pissing me off, that's you being shirty. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Okay, so shirty is like the reaction. More so kind than... Kind of. Yeah. yeah, it's like how you act with someone. It's more like the behavior, I guess. Right. Um, like, like to use it in another sentence, he, he was shirty with the people who arrived late. You might be just a bit arsy. Do you know what I mean? Like a bit... Yeah, a bit that, rude. that totally makes yeah. sense. And, and I like that it, it is, it does seem to me different than just being annoyed yeah because i guess you can just internalize being annoyed but if you're being shirty then it's more like you're being off with somebody okay we don't really have a i don't know that we have like this isn't a one for one thing i feel like a lot of these terms are sort of one for one mm -hmm. um this is like its own thing that's pretty cool yeah and we still like people still use it today like oh he was getting shirty with me or well i mean clearly shirty. it was recommended yeah, to us. yeah exactly um so but let's hear about the backstory. Yeah, the backstory is a little, uh, it was hard for me to unravel. Okay. Um, and, it, and it got me into a lot of shirt-based phrases. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's a thing. Um, and I went down a little bit of a wormhole online. So everyone kind of agrees. What, like, like uh, can I, may I predict? Mm -hmm. may, is that okay? Uh, like losing your shirt in like money? No, I've never heard of that. Oh, you don't know that? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he like he lost his shirt on that one. Like he bet he lost a bunch of money. That did not even come up when I looked it up. Oh, okay. Yeah. I feel like that would be a time when you would be shirty at someone if you just lost your shirt. Sure. Sure. Oh, I didn't know that one. Okay. Um, All right. On the wrong track. Nice going. Let's get into it. <laughs> well, this one saying that one source said it's like it's slang, and it might be from the notion of just being disheveled in anger. So this was one theory, mm -hmm. just that, you know, when you're kind of peed off and you're a bit angry, you're kind of disheveled. It, it made me think of like a cartoon character in a cartoon strip where they're showing that they're angry and sure. they have like the steam lines coming off them and they, they just look more like, I don't know, disheveled. Yeah. Even, like, even if you haven't been in a physical confrontation, just the sheer feeling of anger or annoyance disheveled sure. you. Like Wiley Coyote falls off the cliff and then you see him crawling out of the hole and he looks all messed up. <laughs> mm -hmm. And the look on his face is like, that's very shirty. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. Although I guess he's not, that's not, he doesn't talk, so. The Collins really. Dictionary says perhaps it's based on the phrase to get someone's shirt out, which means to annoy someone. If I was to get your shirt out, I'd be annoying you. Okay. Like if I had my shirt tucked in and you were just like, boop. I don't think it's literal. Oh. You know, I'm just getting your shirt out. I tried so hard to find where this saying comes from of getting your shirt out. Um and it was it was it was kind of pretty hard to find. I found um a lot of places also said that it might be related to the phrase keep your shirt on. So getting someone's shirt out means to annoy somebody, but keep your shirt on is to keep from being annoyed, to calm down. So they're kind of like opposites of one another. Huh. And the the kind of the root behind all of this just comes down to um, 
a suggestion. So this is from the Dictionary of Slang and Unconventional English by Eric Partridge. And he suggests it comes from the custom of taking one's shirt off before fighting. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like in most films. Yeah, so if shirty is related to those phrases, that those phrases come... Like, if you get someone's shirt out and you're annoying them, mm-hmm. then they're untucking their shirt and take their shirt off to hurt you. Or if you say to someone, hey, keep your shirt on, it means, like, don't take your shirt off and go and fight them. Oh, uh, okay. So it's all related to this idea about men taking their shirt off to fight one another. Sure. Because in a fight, you, you have to have shirts and skins. Otherwise, you might punch the wrong guy. What? Sure. Okay. I, that was a joke. Oh, okay. Um, you, you know how, uh, I don't, um, this is a thing in like, I know it's a thing in like pickup basketball games, mm-hmm. um, where if you're just like a bunch of guys meeting to play basketball, you don't have any jerseys or anything to indicate who's on what team. And if the teams change up all the time. So a common thing is that one team takes their shirts off and the other one doesn't. So whichever, whatever you're wearing, you pass the ball to the guy that's wearing a shirt or not wearing a shirt. Right. But that's for sports, not fighting. Yeah, I, that I, was the the joke I was making. Uh, is that it's like a bunch of guys all fighting each other. Take your shirt off so you don't know. punch the guy who's yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've never heard of that. I, okay, and I also like to point out that like Jacob probably doesn't know a lot about fighting. All right, <laughs> which is a good thing. It's a freaking good thing. I was also directly referencing. Remember that episode of Community where they have a fight around Christmas, and <sighs> it's it's the study group versus like this other group of people, and all the other group of people pop their shirts off before the fight, whereas mm-hmm. the study group leaves theirs on. So I was like, oh, like in a fight where you <laughs> take your shirts off, <laughs> and that's where you get your knowledge. Community was a smart show. Anyway, <laughs> what I my reaction to it was like, oh, this is like some trivial nonsense invented by men because there is no woman who is like ready to fight and takes their shirt off. Well, there is a very common trope in media that I've seen whenever women get into fights, they were very likely to take their earrings off. Oh, yeah, you don't want to pull pull those. I'm wearing hoops right now, and I'm like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of, I mean, a guy doesn't want to, you know, you don't want to mess up your shirt. If if you're wearing your shirt and you're in a fight, then they could grab the shirt and use it against you. Yeah, exactly. So, same with earrings, kind of. That's what uh, that's what I was saying when I was reading it. And another person proposed as well that apparently... Also, just to be clear, men can wear hoop earrings too. I just Or any gender can wear hoop earrings. And women can wear shirts. Yeah, women can wear shirts. But I feel like it's... Le- yeah, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe women take shirts off before fighting. I don't know. I've not really been engaged in one. Yeah. Anyway, one of the... Um, one of what the... if you took your shirt off and put it on them? Then it's a prank. They're wearing two shirts. They look must look, must look pretty stupid. Is that like pantsing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> put it more close up. Yeah. Um, so one of the things I was reading was saying that, um, so we're, we're talking about mid-1800s, okay? So we're not thinking about t-shirts and stuff today. Like, yeah, that people could still grab the shirts they're wearing, but sure. they're wearing these, like, really starchy shirts. like Long proper, sleeves, cuffs. Long sleeves, cuffs, kind of, like, to-do shirts, Yeah, right? some, I mean, and, and also, way back in the day, clothes were significantly more expensive. Exactly. So men would would on average own two shirts. Oh. So you screw up that one shirt, you one go home. Weekdays, to, one for you go home to your wife, <laughs> and she's like, "You're gonna be one shirt, Joe, from now on. I'm not having any of this." <laughs> so you know, you get in two fights in one week. You're shirtless, you go, Joe. You're going, to, you're going to work topless. <laughs> yeah, you've got nothing. You're on the other basketball team. <laughs> So that was one one thing that they proposed. And the other one was that um, if we think back to these these kind of like a dress shirt 
I mean, how easy could it be to maneuver in a dress shirt? I don't know about you sure. guys with blazers and stuff, but they're kind of hard to move if I'm wearing a blouse. So you're not going to get a full range in your punches if you're wearing your shirt. I guess, yeah. Apparently. I mean, I would think if the fight is just... Ha yeah, okay, like, boxers don't wear shirts. Or fighters. Oh. Professional fighters. I was like, yes, they do. Boxing shirts. And I was like, no, that's boxer shorts. <laughs> <laughs> that's a different thing. We're getting into the pantsing zone again. And they could. I don't know why pantsing isn't allowed. Maybe that's why they wear the boxing gloves, so they don't have use of their fingers, so they can't pull each other's pants down. Oh, my God. Yeah, that makes as much sense as anything. Anyway, <laughs> um, so this whole idea about keeping your, yeah, keep your shirt on if you're fighting, if, so you don't fight, keep your shirt on, mm -hmm. don't go and fight them, or to get someone's shirt out means that you're annoying them enough so they're going to pull their shirt off. Or um, being shirty. Oh my god, or hockey fights. Back to that. You know how hockey fights work? Yeah. So, uh, hockey, there's fights that happen all the time in, in the sport of hockey. This is a this is a classic thing. Why? Uh, um, I, I don't know, testosterone? Why does anyone fight anyone? Are they not just using the sticks to shoot the, the, the ball into the net? Yeah, but very frequently, and if you're listening to this podcast and you and you are uh, at all a hockey fan, you know exactly what I'm talking about. There's the, That's the why they have the penalty box, and they get into it, and they, uh, not why they have the penalty box, but like they, they will like smack each other around. There's a whole movie about it called Goon. It's really good. You would hate it because it's all about sports and fighting. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, and but a, a classic thing that you do in a hockey fight is you hit them in the gut so they bend over, and then you grab the jersey from the back and pull it over their head so they can't see and their arms are stuck above their head. So this is part of the sport that they fight. Do they win points for doing that? No. Uh, the fans love it, but, like, yeah, fighting is just, like... Is it expected of you, if you're a hockey player, to engage? It can be. So the movie Goon, starring, starring Sean William Scott and Alison Pill, very good. I would consider to be one of the best hockey movies, and I, say, and I include the Mighty Ducks trilogy. I love the Mighty Ducks trilogy. They're great. There's a little bit of fighting in the Mighty Ducks Me and my sister loved them when we were kids. There's guys in the Mighty Ducks trilogy whose whole thing is being, like, more aggressive and slamming into dudes. But they're children. They're not punching each other with sticks. Well, yeah, because it's a kid's movie. But yeah. any, any adult-oriented movie about hockey, fighting is a part of it. So this guy, Sean William Scott, he's on the team, and his whole role is to get into fights. So what does this have to do with being shirty? You pull their shirt up over their head. Oh, but they don't pull the... They take their shirts off, put them on the side, and then go, now I'm ready to fight. No, I was going back to the thing we were saying before about using someone else's shirt as a weapon. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about hockey fights. We don't have to anymore. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Um, so another phrase that this is li linked to, the idea of keep your shirt on, right, is linked to keep your hair on. They mean the same thing. Keep your hair on? Have you not heard keep your hair on? Like a wig? Exactly. Okay. So it's the same thing. During the 1800s, a lot of men had these stuffy dress shirts, and they had the wigs. And so not only would they take the shirt off to fight, they'd also put their hair down. Because you don't want to be wearing a wig in a fight. That's so, like, the, this weird... I Okay. Imagine if they'd done that on Hamilton before they jeweled. <laughs> Took their shirts off, laid their wigs down, and they're like, now nah, I'm ready. Yeah, that would have been a, a note of realism. They still would have been <laughs> rapping, but... <laughs> and someone just comes in and goes, keep your shirt on. Yeah. Keep your hair on. That's what it means. Okay. It's the same kind of, it's yeah. the same thing. I've also seen at some points that when, uh, like, because, like, I mean, I guess men still wear wigs with some level of frequency. Uh, like, uh, men frequently wear wigs when performing sketch comedy. And every time I've seen two sketch comedians get into a fight, they take off their silly wigs. I've could. never seen that happen. Okay. It doesn't. <laughs> Thanks for trying to come up with a modern reference. At least yeah. I was referencing something from that time period, right? Yeah. Hamilton took it, place in that time period? 
Hamilton took place during the time of sketch comedy? No, during the during the eighteen hundreds. Uh, seventeen. I mean, this, the country was founded in seventeen seventy six, and that's what Hamilton's about. Oh no! <laughs> but, I need to improve this history before I take the citizenship test. The, the duel at mm-hmm. the end between uh, Hamilton and Aaron Burr yeah. did take place in the eighteen hundreds, but the, the powdered wigs and everything. I mean, don't aren't powdered wigs still a thing in British Parliament? Not really in 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 law. In yeah. law, excuse me. Yeah, my mistake. In courts, yeah, yeah. they wear their wigs. Okay. It's a, it's a thing. It's and it's the same wigs that we we Americans my my people weren't even here <laughs> my my whole side of the family didn't weren't really here until like early twentieth century late eighteenth or late nineteenth early twentieth. Um, however, my point Americans we wore those wigs when we were still a a a, ter- a, a, a colony excuse mm. me and then for a little while after we were like well we're doing this because of them and now we're not anymore so what if we did our own thing and really all we did was stop wearing the wigs. And then fashion just evolved on its own. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The way you said fashion just then sounded almost like fascism. <laughs> well, that's a different topic. <laughs> um, so, uh, anyway. Um, so, there's actually... Oh, I'll leave it on this. So, I was trying to figure out where, where the phrase kind of came from. Um, and there's a lot of discussion that... So, shirty and getting shirty is very British. Sure. And everything I was looking at was saying it's a British phrase, it's British slang. All the Oxford English Dictionary, Collins Dictionary, Cambridge Dictionary, they're all saying it's English. Wow, you did a lot of academic research for this one. I did. But the phrase, um, keep your shirt on, mm-hmm. a lot of sources were saying that that was an American phrase. Mm. So while some, some were saying that maybe shirty came from that, that doesn't make sense if that's a British phrase. So there was a lot of confusion about whether it was well, a how British, old the British or American. Phrase? They're both mid-1800s. Oh, and they're okay. both said to have originated around, around the same time. So it's hard to know if getting shirty actually came from keep your shirt on. Or if it's more to do with the phrase, um, got his shirt out. Or get someone's shirt out. And that's definitely British, got his shirt out. That's Yeah, from my research it seems to be. Okay. But that's died out now and not a lot of people know about its origin. Whereas keep your shirt on is something we still use very commonly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Keep your shirt on. Keep your shirt on. Yeah, that's something. I, yeah. I would have said that to many people. Yeah, but yeah. getting shirty obviously never made it across the pond over here. Because poor Dawn didn't know what that person was talking about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can call it there. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, once again, uh, it's... Oh, no, I was about to do the plug for my other podcast. Uh, <laughs> I have another podcast, the Escapist Comics Podcast, where I talk about comic books. I might as well, I plug this one on that show, so I might as well yeah, do them with you as well. Both. Yeah. Um, do you have any other podcasts? Uh, I do not. So if you like listening to Jacob and want less of Annie, <laughs> check out the podcast that he has, the Escapist Comic Book. It's, it's me and my good friend Jessica Balboni, yes. also with the Escapist, who uh, likes hockey. So I'll make sure she listens to this one. <laughs> Great. Uh, yeah. Um... Like Buddha Goose Podcast at gmail.com. Yes, please like us on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, and rate this podcast.com slash Buddha Goose or rate that podcast.com slash Buddha Goose. Either one, leave us a rating. If you can't, just wait a few weeks because we can only get five a month or leave ratings and reviews wherever you get your podcast because it really helps us out in exposing us to new listeners. And we like having new listeners because then more people send us suggestions. And if you have any suggestions, reach out to us in any of the ways that we just said. Great. We do have some more ideas. But we do like to hear your ideas, and we hope that it makes you enjoy the show more when you hear your name on it, Dawn. (laughs) Uh, I've been Jacob. And I'm Annie. And this has been Boo to a Goose. And remember, 
Nobody says potato. Boo to a Goose is produced by Will Scoville as a part of the Comedio Network. Thanks to Hannah Wardle for the art and Max Abrams for the theme song, She Couldn't Say Boo to a Goose. Send any questions or comments to boo to a goose podcast at gmail.com. Hey, everybody, my name's Dane. And I'm Jimmy. And our podcast is called Bubbling Questions. We do would you rathers from listeners and a Twitter bot. Along with one-person game shows using ridiculous stuff we find on the internet. Like, what kind of ridiculous are we talking? <laughs> I shall not tell you. Okay. All from our very real hot tub. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very real. Uh, not a gimmick at all. <laughs> find Bubbling Questions wherever you get podcasts. And I'm Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs>